Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. It's Friday. It's a long weekend. I know. So exciting. Labor Day. You got big plans? Uh, Well, you know, the highlight of my Labor Day used to be watching the Jerry Lewis Labor Day Telethon, but I think that's only like one hour now. Oh. In the old days, it used to be like 36 hours. (laughs) Is that what you spent all 36 hours of your weekend doing? I would spend a lot of my weekend doing that. That's pretty funny. Just to see like Soupy Sales and Jonathan Winters. All right. You don't even know who they are. I remember the name Jonathan Winters. I've heard Soupy Sales, but I don't know who he is. Okay. All right. We'll cover that later. You can get started. Sure. On the Disney Parks blog, um, September is now Duffy Month at Shanghai Disney Resort, and uh, that's going to be celebrated for the entire month. There's going to be performances, decorations, shareable photo installations, specialty food and beverages, and of course... An exciting lineup of merchandise. It's pretty cute merchandise. Yeah, Duffy is pretty much the man, and uh, he gets a lot of a, a lot of respect overseas. They have like a bunch of food things where he's like, they have like uh, Duffy waffles, like they would have Mickey waffles, and they have uh, like a toaster that stamps his or burns his um, image onto a piece of toast. Right. They have a Duffy popcorn bucket and super sipper, super surprise sipper. Um, and over at uh, Lumiere's Kitchen at Shanghai Disneyland Hotel, diners can enjoy activities, including dessert decoration and sugar painting, while enjoying their Duffy-themed meals. Very cute. So, very exciting. And uh, congratulations, Duffy. That's right. Uh, in Disneyland, they've come out with another foodie guide. This one's to Spooky Eats and Treats. Sure. Do you want to cover what's going on in Disneyland? Sure. You know, there's there's always um, some fun things, but it's it can be a lot to go over. So we'll just touch on a couple things. Um, at Alien Pizza Planet, they've got some uh, a special pasta. It's a deconstructed lasagna. They have they're calling it Supernova Special, um, which is a marinara sauce topped with sausage, salami, cheeses, um, and drizzled with pesto. And what I don't know what a supernova is. It's uh, when a star explodes. Oh, oh! It doesn't make much sense here in this in this description of food, except for the fact I guess that it's I outer space. And I guess it's I should have planet. skipped that one. Um, they have a macaron at Cafe Orleans. They have a moose cake uh, at the Candy Palace. They have a special um, candy apples, um, a Jack Skellington, a poison skull, a mummy marshmallow wand, um, and then they've got a cake pop with Jack Skellington. They have some uh, crispy treats, a mini witch, and a spider web. And then they also have pumpkin brittle and pumpkin fudge. And then over at Carnation Cafe, which opens September 16th, uh, they have a spicy fried chicken sandwich, which is a sriracha glazed fried chicken breast on a brioche bun. Uh, At the French market, they've got a Haunted Mansion holiday wreath cookie and a chocolate cherry cake. And then at the Galactic Grill, blood orange slush, um, a loaded barbecue pork fries, cross-cut fries topped with slow-cooked barbecue pork. It sounds delicious, but like, how is a loaded barbecue pork fries? How is that like haunted or scary or um, anything? Because these are related to fall. Oh, I, I also don't see how it's related to fall, but it sounds really good. So I guess I don't care. Because it's nice and warm. Yeah. Uh, over at the Hungry Bear, they've got a pumpkin cheesecake funnel cake, loaded cheese fries, loaded onion rings, a loaded bowl. I guess they just load everything at the Hungry yeah, Bear. Yeah, why not? Uh, over at the Honey Spot at Pooh's Corner, they pretty much got the same treats uh, that Cheryl mentioned at earlier the candy at the Candy there. Palace. Uh, Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe has a Roja chicken sandwich, a pumpkin muffin. There we go. That says fall. <laughs> it does. Pumpkin cheesecake, 
Market House has a bat cookie. The mint julep bar has Mickey-shaped strawberry chocolate beignets topped with strawberry chocolate powdered sugar. Those are available in three packs and six packs. Uh, over at the Red Rose Tavern, you can get the Halloween gray stuff, which is gray stuff with tombstone cookie and holiday sprinkles and the candy apple cold brew. At the refreshment corner, they have a barbecue bacon dog. That sounds good. At the Riverbell Terrace, they have a pumpkin spice monkey bread and a chicken um, and brisket grilled cheese sandwich. At the Stage Door Cafe, a spicy corn dog and a chocolate hazelnut funnel cake with Halloween sprinkles. Yes, please. Excellent. What do we have for churros? Oh, at the churro cart, um, they have a churro with pumpkin dipping sauce. Um, and then, oh, these are different places. At the one, at the fruit cart at Critter Country, they have a chocolate dusted churro. At the New Orleans churro cart, a white chocolate churro. At the Tomorrowland churro cart, a pumpkin spice churro. And at Town Square churro and churro cart near Sleeping Beauty Castle, a chocolate cookie churro. That sounds really good. And we will cover the uh, California Adventure Treats on our next show. Because we don't (laughs) want to bore everyone. That's enough. That's enough. If you're not eating it, it's not that fun. Also coming to Disneyland is, uh, you know, we're celebrating how that last story was about Halloween. Yeah. So what is it time to talk about now? It must be Christmas. Christmas holidays. Uh, Beginning November 12th, seasonal traditions are returning to the Disneyland Resort. Uh, At Disneyland Park, Sleeping Beauty's Winter Castle will appear. Um, And then they will have the A Christmas Fantasy Parade for the holidays. Um, It's a Small World will be transformed into It's a Small World Holiday. And it will be the 20th year of uh, the Haunted Mansion holiday. So that's exciting. Over in California Adventure, we will get the Festival of the Holidays, which covers Christmas, Navidad, Diwali, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and Three Kings Day. Um, Disney Viva Navidad will be uh, Disney characters hosting a fun street party featuring Mexican Folco Rico dancers and mariachis, Brazilian samba dancers and percussionists, giant Mojiganga puppets, Mojiganga, and Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse in their Fiesta Best. Um, you will also get to see Mirabelle from the Walt Disney Animation Studios upcoming film Encanto, making her park debut. In Cars Land, uh, they will be uh, breaking out their holiday decor. Um, and then, uh, let's see, Downtown Disneyland District uh, at the Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. They will have a giant gingerbread house and they will have holiday decor and carolers in Downtown Disney. Sounds quite festive. Yes. All righty. Now, back to October. <laughs> back to October, where they have extended some theme park hours at Disneyland. That's right. Disneyland's going to open from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m., October 4th through the 7th, and October 11th through the 14th. And Disney's California Adventure will be open from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. on October 13th. Okay. All right. Um, the Magic Key Terrace at Disney's California Adventure has a new... Um, cocktail that's named after a feral cat. It's not just a cocktail, but it's a secret cocktail. Oh, it's secret. Okay. That's right. So this lounge, which is at the Alfresco Tasting Terrace, has a new off-menu cocktail called the Nutmeg, uh, which is one of the feral cats that wanders the resort and has uh, a desire. He visits the lounge all the time. He must like drinks. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this cat will come and visit guests and employees 
Uh, so they decided to create this nutmeg cocktail for uh, in the cat's honor. And it is made with Meyer's dark rum, Bailey's Irish cream, Frangelico hazelnut liqueur, and apricot liqueur. And it is $16. It sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, what are the feral cats, If for those who don't know? What is a feral cat? Well, what are the feral cats at Disneyland? I don't know. So Disneyland uh, has a bunch of feral cats that actually uh, help control the rat pop, rat and mouse population hmm. in Disneyland. Uh, they actually, they call them feral cats, but they do get feeding, medical care, and neutering services <laughs> provided by Disney. It's not very feral. It's just more like an outdoor cat. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's Disney feral. Yeah, I guess so. Um, there is a new 50th anniversary sign in front of Main Street USA. This is at um, Disney World. And uh, it's um, it's kind of striking. Yeah, it matches the, the new iridescent decor that is on the castle. Um, and it is, uh, if you've ever gone uh, to Walt Disney World, once you walk in the turnstiles, you see the train station. There's usually that patch of flowers in front of the train station that has the Mickey design yep. uh, in the flowers. And that is where they've put the new 50th anniversary sign. So it's, it's, uh, it's a photo opportunity as well. Uh, and the sign rep uh, resembles a ribbon and medallion. And uh, what does the sign say? 50. The world's most magical celebration. That's right. And when does the world's most magical celebration begin? October 1st. Awesome. How many years are they celebrating? 50. Oh, good job. I like when you ask me the easy questions. Good job. I I throw the softballs at you every now and then. (laughs) In the Magic Kingdom, um, at the Hub, they have removed a statue. Wait a second. Aren't we bringing 50 fab statues in? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is not one of the 50 fab uh, statues. Um, but uh, there was a bronze statue of Br'er Rabbit. And Br'er Rabbit is, of course, from Splash Mountain. And we all know that Splash Mountain is going to be rethemed. Um, and they have gone ahead, even though it's not rethemed yet, and they have removed the Br'er Rabbit statue. Oh. So, yeah. um, you know, well, I guess in a couple of years when that's been uh, rethemed, it's not going to make much sense uh, why you would have this odd rabbit just hanging out. Right. So, I mean, I guess I get it. Uh, the clocks on the on Main Street have gotten a 50th anniversary makeover. That's right. The the clock on Main oh, it's Street. Just the one, there's only yeah. one clock? There's only one clock. I mean, what, you know, what if you're further down and you need to know the time? Oh, look at your watch. <laughs> uh, it has received a golden makeover. Uh, So it has been painted in the iridescent gold and has a couple of 50th anniversary banners hanging off of it. So everybody's getting the deluxe treatment for for the anniversary here. Fabulous. Um, Speaking of Splash Mountain, which we were two stories ago there, um, the scaffolding has been expanded around the the ride. That's right, around the ride's facade. Um, It has now gone around the entire left side and has extended to the land above the mill. Um, this is not part of the retheming. Uh, people believe that this is part of just their annual maintenance, uh, you know, getting work done that needs to be done. And when the actual retheming comes, you'll know it's coming because yeah. there'll be a, a year. It'll I, be closed. I, I would assume it's going to be closed for at least a year. Right. And this is work on the outside. This is work on the mountain, which itself I don't see actually changing right. the mountain. So Yeah, they won't be changing the ride system. They won't be changing the mountain. Right. They'll just retheme it. Right. It'll be the characters inside that are different. They've been replacing the uh, pavement in Adventureland in the Magic Kingdom with a jungle green paint. Pavement, and they're continuing to do that. They just started scoring another section of the old concrete to remove it and put in the green pavement. And what does scoring do? 
um, it just makes it easier to remove the pieces. So it's not one huge piece. That's right. They're able to break it up um, with their jackhammers. So uh, this is returning it to its original green color. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. It, it makes it look like you're walking on grass. I guess. Maybe they should have just put down AstroTurf. I think it'll look more convincing when it's all green. Right now, mm-hmm. it's like this area of green. It just right. looks weird. But it, it, it looks like it's just expanding. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a Small World has been getting its own makeover with um, a lot of pops of color, where before was just the gold and white. Um, that is continuing along now, uh, mostly on the area where you um, walk down the ramps for the ride. That's right. And do you know what uh, they also got at Small World? What? The first Lightning Lane signage. Oh, all right. Yeah. So uh, we all know Lightning Lane is coming. Lightning Lane is replacing Fast Pass. It is going to be part of both Genie Plus and the paid attractions option, which I'm not sure what they're calling that. Maybe they'll call that Lightning Lane. But Lightning Lane is, is utilized for everything. It's the former Fast Pass Lane. And I would say who needs that on uh, Small World, but in our last trips for a couple of years there's been lines at small world it's not the, it used to be a walk-on you know right six seven years ago walk yep. on all the time for small world lately you gotta wait you know 15 20 minutes for for you small do. world which you is do. uh i don't know used to be unheard of that's right and uh, heading over to epcot they've also started getting lightning lane signage uh they've received it in uh soren uh, as well as living with living with the land, which uh, has had its own issues of late, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, living with the land has not yet uh, opened uh, over the past thirteen days. Yeah, we're almost and, at two weeks, and no word on why it's closed. Uh, so the Lightning Lane signage was also over at the Pixar Film Festival. Um, you know, it, it's not functioning right now, but they are changing the names as they're going along. All right. Um. Here's this next story here. The uh, newest restaurant about to open at Epcot, the Space 220 restaurant, has an opening date of September 20th. Which means April 2023. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, There's a little video um, that they put out. From who? Zach Ridley. That's right. Um, That basically shows your little elevator ride up to the restaurant. That's right. You're riding a space elevator up 220 miles where the uh, space restaurant sits in a geosynchronous orbit above the Earth. Uh, and it's very reminiscent of when you used to have to take the hydrolators <laughs> uh, down to the down to Sea Base Alpha at the uh, Sea Pavilion. Yeah. Um, that, but those are long since gone. Yeah. Uh, and even though we don't have the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Cosmic Rewind attraction yet, uh, we are getting... Uh, a Groot and Rocket Raccoon statue joining the Fab 50 character statues in Epcot. Okay, great. So what do you think about this statue? You, I don't, you had some comments on it. Two of my favorite characters, but I don't think it um, it translates well into gold. Yeah, fur does not translate no. well uh, to gold. Yeah, I think that's a big part of the problem. Mm-hmm. There is a new Boston cream pie donut that has arrived at the donut box in Epcot. That's right. You know, they change the donuts there every two weeks. Do they? Yeah. And uh, the Boston Cream Donut will set you back $5. Uh, it looks very good. Um, that's the only reason I mentioned the story is because I like Boston Cream Donuts. <laughs> yeah, you like donuts. Uh, actually, this is called the Boston Cream Pie Donut. It's a Boston Cream Donut. Uh, and they also have a cookies and cream donut uh, as well. I mean, the they look box. good, but they're, they don't look much different than like a Dunkin' Donuts no, donut. And no, I think that a you Dunkin would pay donut. a buck and a quarter. Yeah, exactly. 
but you can't get it in uh, no, in Epcot. So uh, let's see. Next at uh, Akershus in Epcot, they have reopened, but not um, as a princess buffet. That's right. Uh, restaurant Akershus, which is in the Norway Pavilion, uh, is usually home to the was it storybook uh, storybook meal, I believe. Uh, I don't know what they call it. It's princesses. Yeah, it's the princess storybook dining. Uh, but they have reopened. Uh, between now and November 20th, it will be the new Florida Blue Lounge. Now, you're probably wondering, what is Florida Blue? I was. Florida Blue is the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Florida. So all of their employees have a corporate site, a corporate lounge now, which they can go and relax in. Uh, it offers water, beverages, uh, light snacks like yogurt, hummus, apples. Mm-hmm. Uh, and such, as well as fruit. And, uh, you know, in the old days, there used to be a ton of corporate lounges around Epcot. Um, And uh, for whatever reason, Florida Blue has decided to treat their employees to this. Uh, And like I said, it's going to be around through November 20th, and maybe we'll get the return of character dining at that point. Let's hope. 50th anniversary banners have been installed um, inside a couple of the parks. Uh, First, let's talk about the fact that they're at Hollywood Studios. That's right. The banners have been installed all around Hollywood Studios, uh, lining both Hollywood and Sunset Boulevards. Uh, they're, you know, 50 uh, World's Most Magical Celebration banners, uh, and the ones in Hollywood Studios have a little bit of an Art Deco motif on them. Mm-hmm. And you'll see them on lampposts and signposts. They're kind of a beigey gold color. Yes. Uh, they've also been installed at Animal Kingdom. That's right, with the same... Same verbiage, uh, 50, the world's most magical celebration. Only these have, I would say, maybe a bamboo uh, type of pattern on them. Yeah, would and they're green They're green and gold. So, um, you know, a little bit more fitting for, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the Animal Kingdom Park. Right. All right. What's our next story here? Let's talk about... Let's talk about... Cake? Gideon's. Yeah, let's talk about cake. They have a new cake and cookie... Uh, they are the lemon poppy seed um, variety. The cookie looks kind of flat. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. What's, let's talk. Does it tell you what, what it's, what's in it? All right. Well, uh, I will say that Gideon's Bakehouse, this is their new flavor of the month. And uh, it, you just pass the menu. Well, I can't read that. It's so tiny. You can't read that? No. So the, I'm getting old. What, what can you read about that? Oh, now it's I the lemon it, seed it, poppy cookie. But is that all it says, or does it tell me anything about the cookie? It doesn't give you any details on the cookie <laughs> other, than, is, other than tell you what their menu then is. Then this isn't what I was looking for. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for your help. Um, it has white chocolate chips on top. I don't know. We don't have very much information about it. But the cake looks better than the cookie. There we oh, go. Oh, it tasted like a sugar cookie. Um, it has some lemon zest. And then there's large white chocolate uh, chips and mini a white chocolate chips and mini lemon chips on top. I don't know that lemon chips actually sound. I like good. lemon, but if I'm going to Gideon's and I get one cookie, mm-hmm. I'm not wasting my cookie on that. No. Now, however, and of course they are all covered with a uh, light layer of sea salt on top for a little extra crunch. Now you did, however, like the look of the lemon poppy seed cake slice. Yeah, in comparison to other um, cakes that they have there, they all just look, especially the red velvet, just looks sickening. Um, but there's something about lemon. I feel like you can eat a bunch of lemon icing. Um, this one is a more like a spongy cake. It's a it's a lemon poppy seed cake. 
Um, and then, you know, it has lemon frosting, mm-hmm. uh, like a lemon buttercream. So that actually looks pretty good. And then they put some of those lemon chips in there too. So choosing between the two, I would rather have the cake this time. Yeah, if I go to Gideon's, I'm getting a chocolate chip cookie. Well, yes, but if you only had the choice between the lemon poppy seed cake or the lemon poppy seed cookie, which one would you choose? Uh, I would choose neither. <laughs> I would choose a Mickey bar. Okay. All right, so uh, in resort news, we got a little bit of a refurb schedule announcement, which sounds kind of weird, uh, and that is that the uh, swimming pools at both the Contemporary Resort and Disney's Fort Wilderness uh, will be undergoing refurbishment starting in January of 2023 uh, through April of 2023. Now, that is a uh, very long... Seems too early to start worrying about this. Very long period of uh, notification. So um, things change so often too that yeah. you know if you're trying to plan your trip around this, if you plan on going, you know, sometime during those dates, and you're thinking, well, I'm not going to go to those resorts because the pools are going to be under refurbishment. Things can change so much. Yeah. So it seems almost silly to mention it. It does. Uh, the um, Polynesian Resort still uh, waiting for construction to finish up. Right now, they are painting. That's right. You're so old school. You still refer to it as the Polynesian Resort. Well, it is. It's just they throw the village it's in the there. It's the Polynesian Village Resort. But everyone knows what I'm talking about. Which was its original name. Uh, the Port Cochere uh, is still under construction. There's some roofing work going on on the monorail station. It appears that the painting is almost complete. Um, you know, what was bare concrete a couple of days ago is fully painted. And uh, I, I would say we're going to be open prior to the October 1st celebration. I would agree. Yeah. It's very so, bright and fresh looking. Yeah. It's nice. Very welcoming. Uh, what isn't painted at this point is at least primed. So, you know, last week they were down to bare concrete on some things. Yeah. At least now everything is primed. Okay. All right. Let's go to Disney Cruise Line. All right. The Disney Cruise Line has some new testing requirements for guests in their embarkation port. Uh, uh, ports. And uh, this is uh, for all sailings beginning September 13th. Um, and that is that uh, guests 11 years of age and under must submit proof of a negative COVID test. And it, that has to be submitted instead of five between five days and 24 hours prior to the sale date. That test must now be taken and submitted between three days and 24 hours prior to the sale date. That test should be a rapid PCR test or a lab-based PCR test. Uh, Rapid antigen tests are not accepted. And then as far as embarkation COVID-19 tests go, all guests now, regardless of age and vaccination status, are required to take a COVID-19 test. Uh, Disney Cruise Line will cover that cost. Um, Additionally, beginning September 3rd, all guests 12 years of age or older must be fully vaccinated to sail to any destination. Uh, guests 11 years of age and younger are not required to be vaccinated. Are you okay there, Giggles? <laughs> you you have your pages so screwed up. I know. I can't even see what he's doing anymore. I know. Um, thank you for uh, uh I know. You were, you were doing such a good job working through it. I'm sorry. So guests 12 years of age and older must be fully vaccinated. Guests 11 years of age and younger are not required to be vaccinated, but must provide proof of negative pre-trip PCR COVID-19 tests. The only exception is for Panama Canal Panama Canal sailings in which all passengers must be vaccinated. So no little kids on the uh, That's right. Panama Canal cruises. If you don't cruises. want kids, enjoy the Panama Canal. All right. All righty here. 
What's our next story? Oh, it's another Disney Cruise Line story. Why don't you give that one? Okay. The Disney Cruise Line um, is going to be resuming sailing of the Disney Wonder. Um, they're going to be going out of San Diego, and that will begin on October 1st. Excellent. That's good news. They're going to be doing uh, three-night sailings and four-night sailings. Uh, three-night sailings will stop at Ensenada, Mexico, and have a day at sea. And the four-night sailings will have two days at sea and a stop at Cabo San Lucas. Sounds like fun. It does. All righty. That should bring us over to entertainment. Yeah, you can talk about this one. All right. They have released a trailer for the new game, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge Last Call. Uh, this is a video game which is coming to the Oculus Quest system on September 15th. It is a, it is a sequel to Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge, which was an Oculus Quest game that was released last year. I have so many Oculus Quest questions. I don't understand how this stuff works. Yeah. So I'm going to have to research it because it seems so complicated to me. I'm like, well, what's what's the gaming system where you put your disc in? Yeah, if it doesn't work on my ColecoVision uh, or my Intellivision, I, I don't know how to work it. I need to know these things. All right. Um, on Disney+, Plus, they are giving a second season to Big Shot. Must that's, have done pretty well. That's right. That's the John Stamos uh, show. Uh, we have not yet watched that. We haven't. No, we've been busy. We have been busy. We have, there's, we've missed a few shows. We're not quite caught up yeah, on uh, what Monsters at Work. And that's right. Monsters at Work, What If. Right. All right. If you're a fan of Greg Heffley, uh, like I am, uh, then you'll be excited to hear that there is a new animated film for Diary of the Wimpy Kid, uh, and they have released the first uh, uh, poster for that, and it is a, a picture of a very uh, uh, smelly slice of moldy cheese, which relates to what? The cheese touch. The cheese touch. You don't want to have the cheese touch. No, nobody wants that. Um, so it is new school old cheese. Uh, so I love following the adventures of Greg and Rowley. All right. Um, there is a new Chrome extension that is now allowing on-screen ASL signing for Disney movies. That's right. That's American Sign Language for those of you who don't know what ASL is. Um, and that is cool. It's a Google uh, add-on, um, and it's called uh, Sign Up, which is a Google Chrome extension that's available free of charge. Right now, it provides ASL captioning for over three Disney animated films now, with more coming in the future. Um, right now, you can use that service for Moana, Zootopia, and The Incredibles, and that allows a live interpreter to sign along with or without the written captions. So that's uh, that's that's pretty it's really cool neat. technology. And that's, that's through Disney+. Plus. It is, yes. Um, and then our last story, speaking of Disney+, Plus, what is coming to Disney+, Plus in October? Uh, we have Star Wars Terrifying Tales, which is a Lego Star Wars uh, adventure. Wednesday, October 6th, sees the debut uh, for all Disney Plus subscribers of Black Widow. That leaves Disney, uh, Disney Plus premiere. Um, Turner and Hooch will have its final episode. Uh, Chip and Dale Park Life, episode 11. What If season finale. And Doogie Kama, Kama Aloha, episode 5. Uh, Wednesday, October 15th, gets another Doogie, Episode 6, Chippendale Park Life, Episode 12, which is their finale. Uh, we get a couple more Doogie episodes. Um, and then on uh, National Geographic uh, channel on Disney+, Plus, uh, there is a documentary called Fauci, which is a uh, 
documentary on the life of Dr. Anthony Fauci and his work in the battles against multiple pandemics, including AIDS, HIV, SARS, and COVID-19. So that is expected to debut in October. Sounds like a fun show. It does. All right. Is is that it? (laughs) That's all I have. All right. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.